Hi, welcome to Harvest Church Podcast. We pray that as you listen today, you are blessed and encouraged. Thank you so much for listening in. If you want any more information about our ministry, we'd love you to jump onto our website, harvestaustralia.org. Have a great day. Let me read you a quote from Walt Disney. Always a good place to start. He said, All the adversity I've had in my life, all my troubles and obstacles have strengthened me. You may not realise it when it happens, but a kick in the teeth may be the best thing in the world for you. Now, Walt Disney may not completely agree with the way Disney's going these days. It's got all sorts of agendas and things. However, He was a a great man, a great creative man, gifted man. And he faced a lot of opposition early on in his life where people knocked him back and didn't want to take his ideas. And I know the Disneyland, which we've been to Disneyland, a wonderful place. Jill's just come back probably from there. And, and, uh, you know, it's an amazing, amazing place that for generations has stood as sort of an icon of the happiest place on earth. That's their slogan. And uh, he came up with that idea. And when he took that idea to people, they said, that's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. No one wanted to fund it. No one wanted to back it. And he pursued it and pursued it and, and eventually got it through. And now it's famous. And there's, you know, Disneyland's, Disney World's all over the world. And so he knew what opposition was. And here he is saying that a kick in the teeth is sometimes what you need. Most of us wouldn't necessarily agree when we've been kicked in the teeth kind of painful. However, after a little bit of time goes by, most of us would agree when we look back and we go, hang on, that obstacle, that adversity in my life actually was a turning point in my life. That did something for good. That did something in my life. I've got a phrase that I want to leave with you today, and that is run the race even with a broken toe. I don't know if you've ever had a broken toe. I haven't. But I've had a sprained ankle and I couldn't run for the life of me. But some of us have this inner thought in our minds and most of us being human beings, being weak and frail, have this thought from time to time that I'm going to wait until I'm a better person before I do something. I'm going to wait until... I've achieved that or I'm qualified or I'm recognised or I've got everything all together in my life and then I'm going to step out for the kingdom. Then I'm going to begin to do what God's got in my life. I want to encourage you today, run the race even with a broken toe. Even though you may not have everything in your backpack all sorted out, it's okay. God is graceful for all of us. And you know what? No one's got it all worked out. We look at everyone else through our eyes of comparison and we think, oh man, when I've got my life sorted like that, then I'm going to do that. Don't wait until then. It may be too late because God's hand is on your life now. And when we begin doubting it and comparing ourselves, it's a perfect opportunity to take stock and go, hang on, hang on. If His hand is on my life, and I know what He's spoken to me, and I know there's good things for those who love Him, 
And I know that I'm called. I know I've got good things to contribute to the kingdom of God. I want to say to you, what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? Because you may always have a broken toe. You may always have something in your past that could always jump out of the closet. You may have something always in the back of your mind that you think, oh, but once I've dealt with that. Now, look, if there's rampant sin in your life, get it dealt with. That's not what I'm saying. But if there's an ongoing doubt, an ongoing fear, or there's something in you that thinks, I'm not perfect enough to do that work for the kingdom, then you're a perfect candidate to begin stepping out. Begin stepping out in faith. Sometimes it takes faith to overcome our own fears of ourself, fear of man, fear of other people. But once we do that, He begins to step in and release something because He loves faith, doesn't He? He loves faith. He looks upon us and once He sees us, sees us stepping out on the water and I think He's just cheering us on and saying, wow, okay, they're going for it now. Don't wait for everything in your life to be all perfectly lined up before you begin stepping out in the things He's called you to do because it'll never happen. Some people maybe wait their entire life for the right prophetic word to be downloaded to them or the right situation or the right phone call, the right opportunity. Maybe some people have waited their whole lives for those sorts of things to happen and they never happen. Don't let that be the story of your life. Don't let disappointments in the past be the story of what your future looks like. Don't let your limitations of yourself be what dictates how you operate from here on. Today can be a changing point just by making a decision. I'm not going to let my broken toe stop me from running. I'm going to run. And Paul, encur- Paul encourages us in uh, Galatians 5, 7, 8. And he says this, You were running a good race. Who cut in on you to keep you from obeying the truth? That kind of persuasion does not come from the one who calls you. When we have a faith in Jesus, there's always a calling. The moment we believe in Him, there's a mantle that comes from heaven, if you like, upon us, and we all of a sudden become sons and daughters of the living God. And with that comes adoption into the kingdom family, but also with that comes a calling, a calling to do something, a calling to be something, a calling to obey His Word and begin stepping out, begin sharing. But sometimes obstacles come in. Sometimes maybe it's people, maybe it's voices, disappointments, fears. Thank you, God, for the rain. Fill up the rainwater tanks. I'm having a hot bath this afternoon, so it's, it's a good day. But sometimes we let the most minor things that no one else even knows stop us from running a race. Sometimes we've got just a tiny little thing in our minds that isn't even a factual event or a thing. No one else would even know, but we let that stop us from running the race. Don't let those silly little things stop you any longer. Begin to step out. It might be in the very little things. Don't let your own fears, your own disappointments or your past limit you from what the future looks like. This might sound like a a very familiar message, but it's because us humans are funny things. We need continual reminding that even though we might have stuffed things up in our life, that does not have to dictate what our future looks like. 
because God's grace is enough. If we take that sin to Him, we repent, we turn around from our sin, we leave it with Him. And He takes it from us and then we can live in freedom. And I want to read another verse to us today. Isaiah chapter 40. Most of you know this really well. Verse 29 to 31, He says, He gives power to the weak and strength to the powerless. Even youths become weak and tired. Even young men will fall into exhaustion. But those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. They will soar high on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. So often we stop at disappointment. But disappointment, like a kick in the teeth, is sometimes just the first rung on the ladder. It's just the first stage of growing in maturity, growing in perseverance, growing in strength, growing in pressing into the Lord and saying, all right, I'm not going to stop just because I'm disappointed in someone or something or the circumstances around me. But actually pushing through disappointment can be one of the greatest things we do. Just like with Walt Disney, he pushed through many, many, many times to raise the money to build Disneyland. And I'm sure... That's what he's talking about when he quotes this. He's looking back at, wow, if I gave up in those early days, I wouldn't have this now. And I want to encourage you, don't give up whatever God's put on your heart. Whatever He's laying on your heart, whatever those dreams are, whatever those things that are deep within, don't give them up. Because sometimes they might have just been mistimed. We might have just been a little bit out of step. But keep Keep them burning. Keep the fire burning because you were running a good race. Don't let something or someone step in and take it from you because the enemy wants to do that. He wants to discourage believers. He wants to discourage us and make us question the goodness of God. Make us question, is God big enough for my problems? Is God big enough to win this victory? Is God really real that He will step in and do this? Does he really fulfill his word? All these questions come from the enemy. They're not from God. They're not even from yourself. They're things that we have to come against with the word of God and use the word of God against him so that we can remind ourselves. I don't know about you, but I have to remind myself many times of scripture and use that against the enemy, use it against thoughts that come because that's faith building, isn't it? It builds faith in us. I reckon it's probably true to say that just about everyone that I've ever met has some sort of brokenness in them. Even the greatest victors that you could think of, the greatest men and women of biblical history, let's say, all of them had certain areas of their life they had to overcome. Let me just remind you of a few. Jacob wrestled with the angel for the rest of the life. He, rest of his life, he limped. And in, back in biblical times, they didn't have cars and motorbikes and trains and everything else. They had to walk everywhere. Can you imagine walking everywhere with a, a broken hip you know, and a limp after that? That would be quite an inconvenience. But he obviously had to do it and do it a lot. And it's symbolic of sometimes there is a breaking or a weakness in us where we've been broken and it might be at that point that God meets us in our brokenness. It's interesting now doing some 
mentoring to some business guys and talking to them, it's, I talk to them differently now that it, than if everything went amazingly rosy in our business all the time. If that happened, it would be great. We would have a lot more money. We wouldn't have had such a, a hard time in business. But God allowed all those things. And I look at that now and when I'm helping some of these CEOs and talking to them and even other leaders, I can talk with an understanding and a wisdom that I never would have otherwise. God uses our darkness to bring light if we don't get bitter. If we get bitter in the darkness, then it can be a downward spiral. But if we actually take that warfare, that time, that season of our lives where it's been tough, it's been hard and maybe you've doubted and it's been really, really, you've been up against it. If we take that as ammunition for victory and actually turn that round and look at our lives and say, okay, what can I do with my life now from that disappointment, from that darkness, from that broken hip? David had sin in his past, but he didn't let it hold him back. He could have, it would have been pretty hard to come back from that. In modern day church, it's almost impossible to come back from what David came back from. But he stayed faithful to the Lord. The Lord saw his heart and he stayed faithful. And obviously there were consequences of his sin, but he was a man after God's heart and God still blessed him and prospered him. And of course, We've got most of the book of Psalms because of that experience and, that, and the song and the worship of the nations that's come out of that experience, out of the darkness. And that's what I believe God does with us. It's kind of like baptism. We go down under the water. We can't stay there for too long, but then we come up. It's like that in our dark experiences. Whatever the brokenness is in your life, look for the victory in that situation. Look for what God wants to bring. It might just be insecurity. Insecurity. Not being able to speak your mind, not being able to articulate what you're thinking, not being able to think clearly or speak clearly or, or even rationalise with yourself what you're really called to do. Sometimes even that weakness can be your broken toe. Keep running the race. Keep running the race. In fact, I want to encourage you, to even step it up a little bit. Paul says that he had a thorn in his flesh. And a lot of debate goes on about what was that thorn. I don't know what the thorn was. But obviously there was something in his life that was almost a physical impression of be it pain or some area of his life that was not very nice. And yet he pursued God as much as any man or woman has ever done, became a great writer of Scripture, and now we celebrate his life. But it was forced, that adversity forced something in his life that probably wouldn't have been accomplished otherwise. For some reason, God uses the brokenness. He uses the dark past. He uses our weakness to turn it around to show his glory in our lives. I believe there's opportunities in your life waiting for God to release His glory. Over your life, in your life, through your life. Even if you doubt that today, I want to encourage you. He wants to use your weakness. He wants to use your doubts and your fears and turn them around into victory. Maybe an unexpected victory. But God is so good. 
He's so good that He actually wants to use everything that we've experienced throughout our lives. And He wants to turn it around and bring purpose and bring direction and clarity to our lives. When we keep running, even through those obstacles, when we actually pursue the kingdom, even when we're feeling that restriction of the broken toe, there's something of God's grace that comes and accompanies our lives. And I I think I can remember, particularly in our business, when things weren't looking so good. And I remember thinking, man, is is this how it's meant to go? Things are going downward very, very quickly. And, um, you know, I'm I'm recalling all the prophecies and all the scriptures and everything I got, I'm I'm pulling them all out the bag, throwing them at the Lord, just saying, okay, this, this thing, this thing can't go pear-shaped because of this and this and this and I'm letting watching it get worse and worse and worse. But it's at those times, that's when we need to remember God will use this thing. If you're in pain right now, if you're in a situation where you feel like you're running or walking or crawling because you've got a limp or you've got a situation going on, you're a perfect candidate. You are in the prime position for God's grace to surround you and to begin to be released through your life. I believe God wants to do that even today. And I want to I ask us to stand actually. Let me read you a, a quote by a guy I really like. His name's Chuck Norris. There's a lot of memes about Chuck Norris these days. He says this, I've always found that anything worth achieving will always have obstacles in the way. And you've got to have that drive and determination to overcome those obstacles en route to whatever it is you want to accomplish. For, for me, it's quite interesting because there's two particular areas of, of my life and our lives that God's used us in most. One was business and the next one's ministry. In both those areas, we are not qualified. In business, everyone is meant to have either an accounting degree, engineering degree, MBA or something like that. I have nothing. A retail traineeship from TAFE. Even that, I think I failed, but it was the pie and iced coffees at the canteen that distracted me. But then in ministry, we're not qualified either. And, uh, and so it's funny how God will use your unqualified life to bring glory to Him. Some of you have doubted whether God can use you. I want to tell you today, you're a prime candidate for God to begin to use you in greater ways. Begin to believe it. Begin to believe it. Just close your eyes and if you're in this room today and you've felt like you're that person who's questioned, you've wondered, you've made mistakes, you've stuffed things up, you've got sin in the past or you've got doubts and fears and worries and anxieties and etc., etc., etc. But today you want a turning point in your life. You want to turn this thing around and you want to begin to run in a fresh new way, even with a broken toe, even with a situation, even when things aren't perfect. Then I just want you to lift your hands and I'm going to pray with you and and I'm going to believe with you. I'm going to agree with you. 
for God to break through in fresh new ways in your life like never before. We're going to believe for fresh breakthrough. We're going to believe for significant change and upgrade in your circumstances. Because when faith is accompanied by action, something happens. Heaven begins to move over our life.